Did you know Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Mondovi is really growing to meet the needs of farmers? Matt has expanded his service area, and your animals can enjoy the expanded feed lines and bulk custom feed mixes right now. He also has seed for all your planting needs for next spring's planting. Visit Bluff Country Feed and Seed's website at bluffcountryfs.com to see what Matt and the crew can do for you. I'm having some fun talking to Jeannie Chilson from Chilson Motors. And we're talking Ram trucks. And there's an awful lot of pride that goes with the Ram truck owners and the technology and the creators of those Ram trucks. And they have a lot to offer. Absolutely. Ram offers anywhere from a 1500 series all the way up to a 5500 series. So whether you're just towing something around town or you need us to customize it for your business or for your work, we have the Ram experts to do so. Ram trucks are so versatile. You can find them working hard to a night out on the town and they fit right in where wherever they go. Absolutely. Ram has worked very hard to create an interior on their trucks that is really a luxury vehicle in a truck. Excellent layout of seating, appointments, and they have really worked hard on the detail of their trucks to give owners a really comfortable, well-appointed driving experience. Ram really looks out for their customers by creating great value in their truck. Absolutely. Ram offers so many different engine options as well, too, from the diesel to the classic V8 Hemi to the new TRX, which has a lot of horsepower. How can we find out more about Ram trucks? You can visit either of our two showrooms, Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Highway 53 in Chippewa Falls or Chilson's Corner Motors in Cadott at the corner of Highway X and Highway 27. Or you can visit us on the web at chilson.com. Remember, let our family take care of your family. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. That's right. The Midwest Farm Report is on this morning on Wax. Good morning. I'm Kristen Smith, along with Jill Welke. Good morning, Jill. Good morning, Kristen. So, I have seen things this morning that I've never seen before. Uh-oh. Cross the road. Uh-oh. I saw a porcupine. Okay. And then I saw a possum. I thought maybe you saw a snake, too. No. Good <laughs> Lord, no. We do not need snakes crossing the road at this time in the morning. But it was foggy. It was really foggy. So I saw one deer, and it picked its head up out of the ditch, and I was like, oh, and, and boop, it picked back down, and then I just kept going, because I'm like, is he going to jump, or did he turn and run? But all you saw was the head, because it was foggy enough you couldn't see. It was really foggy this morning, and I did notice as I drove in, fa- well, did I drive fast, or did it? The you, fog- you were at 55. 50, well, 56. Oh, of course. Um, I drove underneath the fog. Mm-hmm. And I always think that's kind of neat when you drive underneath it. Yep, or you're coming up on a hill and there's a vehicle coming and you can see the lights hitting and it just illuminates the entire sky. Yeah, that's pretty cool too. Yeah, it's a beautiful morning though. I mean, we can't complain about the weather that we're seeing. It's 55 degrees right now outside. Fog, yes, so get those headlights on no matter what time of day you're traveling because, yeah, we need those on. Otherwise, I think it's a pretty nice morning out there. It is, and I think we're going to roll right into a pretty nice day today. Ooh, I think so, too. Partly cloudy day. There is a chance of a stray shower, though. Well, we need the rain. We do. The gravel roads are just dust. 
Yeah. I don't even know if there's gravel or if it's just sand particles at this point. And I was over to Spencer yesterday, and I try to always choose the non-gravel roads because I just know how dusty they are. Oh, yeah. But, hey, we got to like those gravel roads. Absolutely. They're a lot of fun. To kick off your Monday morning, good morning again. I'm Kristen Smith, along with Jill Welke. And it was a good day yesterday. It was a good day yesterday. Not only was the weather nice, parades were going on, events were going on, but guess what? We got a W in Wisconsin. We did. The Packers won. They beat the Bears. Beat the Bears. Sorry, Bears fans. (laughs) We're not going to (laughs) say what the Bears do. (laughs) (laughs) But no, from what I saw and from, you know, because you're always busy and you're in and out of the house doing things and cleaning and stuff. They did actually pretty good. They did actually really good. Yeah. Looks like they held it together and scored right up to the end, and that's pretty cool. Yep. Hey, if we can keep this up, I'd be happy. Well, I think everybody would be happy, wouldn't they? Well, let's hope so. Unless they're the Bears, then they probably aren't too happy right about now. (laughs) I'm thinking not. But it was a gorgeous weekend, and it's a gorgeous start to our morning so far. Besides the fog, if you're just getting up and rolling out of bed, there is fog outside this morning, especially in the lower areas. I know I drove through it. Jill, you drove through it. And sometimes you just, you can't see far at all. It's brights are off and you're just looking at as far as those headlights can go and it's fog. That just means slow down a little bit and give yourself a little extra time. Yep. Always take time. School buses are out and because, well, school's going on. So slow down out there. Keep those headlights on. Be aware of your surroundings because, yeah, it's foggy out there. But good news is it's going to be a partly cloudy day today. With a high of 70. Tonight, it's going to be mostly cloudy, low of 49. Tomorrow, 64. Wednesday, 69 degrees. So not too bad out there. And we've got a lot of fun stuff in the news today. We're going to be talking about that World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimate Report. We got the pre-estimate come out. So we'll be talking about that, what's going on with the Farm Bill, and my favorite event, Warren's Cranfest. Yeah, you're just grinning from ear to ear. I love going. It's so much fun. It seems a little overwhelming to me, but maybe sometime you can drag me down there. Oh, it's not hard. (laughs) (laughs) You just got to take the checkbook. So, gentlemen, get ready to hand over those checkbooks. I want to say, you know, like start your engines, but hand over those checkbooks because the ladies are going to Cranfest 50 years this year. That's really cool that it's been around for 50 years. Yeah, 50 years of Warren's Cranfest. It would be neat to meet somebody who's actually been to every year from 1973 till now. Well, that should be your goal for this year. Oh, boy. That's hard. There's over 120,000 people that go to Warren's. Well, I don't know. You got to have goals, don't you? <laughs> meet one person Well, that's been I, there for 50 years. I bet you if you talk to the organizers, I, I bet you I there'd could. be somebody there. Mm-hmm. I'd be willing to visit with you. Oh, every, who doesn't want to visit with me? Everybody wants to Everybody talk to Everybody does. Until you get the microphone, then they run. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. But we've got a few minutes before 5 o'clock on this Monday morning. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 9-11, September 11th, the day that... The younger generations don't quite remember 100%, but Jill, you and I sure remember 9-11. I do remember that. 22 years ago today. Yeah, I had a three-week-old baby, and I was at home with her. I was in tech school. Isn't that something, how things change? And you remember. You remember what you were doing, the thoughts behind it. 
Yeah, and just mostly the amazement of sitting behind in front of that TV screen and just wondering. Because mm-hmm. we're, even though we're so far away, the coverage was so there. It was. So. Yeah, just crazy to think that it's been 22 years since 9-11. Yep, and all the things that have changed. Yep, a lot has changed. But in agriculture, not much has changed. It's going to be a cloudy day today. But stray shower here and there, high of 70 degrees. So get up, get at it, and let's get to work. 502 on 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. It's that time in the morning to check in with some national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The search for survivors continues after Friday's deadly earthquake in Morocco. Speaking to reporters in Hanoi, Vietnam on Sunday, President Biden said he was saddened by the loss of life and talked briefly about the U.S. response. We're working expeditions to ensure American citizens in Morocco are safe, standing ready to provide any necessary assistance to the Moroccan people. More than 2,100 people were killed when the magnitude 6.8 quake struck. Thousands more were injured. So far, officials at the U.S. Embassy in the Moroccan capital say they are not aware of any American fatalities. Families who lost loved ones in the 9-11 terror attacks will be gathering at the World Trade Center Memorial in Manhattan for the 22nd anniversary of the attacks today. During a ceremony, names of the nearly 3,000 victims killed will be read out loud. For the first time this year, there will be a tribute at the Memorial Glade after the ceremony to recognize people who have died from and are still experiencing illnesses tied to the aftermath of the attacks. Vice President Kamala Harris says the attacks on her by GOP presidential candidates are nothing new. Trey Thomas has more. Speaking on CBS's Face the Nation, Harris responded to concerns of President Biden's age and claimed she would be worse than Biden. They're scared that we will win based on the merit of the work that Joe Biden and I and our administration has done. She said Biden would be fine to serve a full second term as president, but added she's prepared to step in if necessary. I'm Trey Thomas. And Hurricane Lee is growing larger. The National Hurricane Center says the Category 3 storm has maximum sustained winds of roughly 120 miles per hour as it moves northwest. Hazardous beach conditions are expected to spread through the western Atlantic during the week. The system could bring life-threatening surf and rip current conditions along much of the east coast. There were no coastal watches or warnings in effect as of late Sunday night. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's touch base with some ag news this morning, shall we, Jill? Do you want to take the USDA estimates report? Tell us what's going on with that. Absolutely. The hot and dry weather at the beginning and the end of the growing seasons, we're seeing some estimates for the USDA's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimate Report for September. Corn yield looks to come in anywhere from 171 to 175 bushels per acre. The U.S. ending stocks for corn are estimated anywhere from 2.2 billion bushels to 2.12 billion bushels, which is still the largest surplus in five years. For soybeans, the USDA is expected to reduce the crop to an estimated 49 to 51 bushels per acre. The U.S. ending stocks is also estimated to come out at a much lower than expected from 245 million bushels to 213 million bushels. If this comes true, it will be the lowest it's been in eight years. The official report comes out tomorrow morning at 11. Thank you so much, Jill. So I'm sure you guys will be touching base on that on Wednesday morning. Absolutely. All right. Well, we got a whole lot more, including more ag news coming up on Wex. 
feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we're about 10 minutes after 5 o'clock, and if you're just rolling out of bed, it's kind of a foggy morning out there, but we're looking at a partly cloudy day today with a chance of a stray shower here and there. High is 70 degrees. Tonight is going to be mostly cloudy with a low of 49. Tomorrow, cloudy with a chance of rain just in the morning. Uh, high is 64 degrees. Tomorrow night, it's going to be partly cloudy with a low of 41. Wednesday, it's going to turn around. It'll be sunny and 69 degrees. Wednesday night, it'll be mostly clear with that low of 45. And if you're just rolling out of bed, if you're up in Medford, it's 50 degrees. La Crosse is at 62. Marshfield's at 55. Green Bay, the big win yesterday against the Bears. High of 57 right now. I should say 57 right now. Rice Lake is at 51. Wausau's at 55. Madison, 59 degrees, and Milwaukee's at 64. Right here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area, we're at 55 degrees. We've got your morning markets. Those are coming in next, and they'll be brought to you by... Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And your morning markets this morning are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. And Jill, lead us off for the morning. Well, I'm going to lead you off with your cash livestock. Choice-fed beef steers are 175 to 188 with mixed at 140 to 174. Choice-fed beef heifers are 175 to 187 with mixed at 140 to 174. Choice-fed Holstein steers are 160 to 168 with select and silage-fed steers 119 to 159. Cows are 80 to 109 with a top of 125 with bulls at 90 to 123. Butcher hogs are 45 to 85 with sows at 36 to 43 and Boars at 20 to 22 and a half. New, cro- new crop market lambs are 171 to 120, er, 171 to 219. Feeder lambs are 50 to two dollars. Ewes are 55 to 135. Small goats are 10 to 135 dollars. Medium goats are 75 to 275 dollars. Large goats are 200 to 500 dollars. With nanny goats at 35 to 375 dollars. Thank you, Jill. And switching over to that Mercantile Exchange, your live cattle for October is at 183.22. That's down 42 cents. December's at 187.42, down 7 cents. February's at 191.70, up 30 cents. Feeder cattle for September's at 255.35, down 22. October's at 259.15, up 27. November's at 260.62, up 35. Lean hogs for October's at 81.52, down $1.30. December's at 74.45, down 82. February's at 78.55, down 62 cents. On the Chicago Board of Trade, on the overnight, your December corn slipped a penny at 482. Your December oats down nine cents to 490. Your November beans were up a penny at 1364. December soybean meal was up 230 on the overnight to 403.70 a ton. December wheat down seven at 588. On the dairy side, barrel cheese. Dairy took a hit on Friday. I'll just tell you right now. Barrels down four cents to a dollar eighty-two and three quarters. Your blocks were down three and three quarters cent to a dollar ninety-two and a half. And your double A grade butter was down a nickel to two sixty-eight. Uh, class three futures. September was down a dime to eighteen forty-eight. October down twenty cents to nineteen oh one. November down eleven to eighteen eighty-seven. December down a dime to eighteen sixty-three. January down nine cents to eighteen forty-eight. And then it straightened out and was mostly steady into 2024. And that's a look at your morning markets on Wex. And if you're just joining us right now, gentlemen, it's time to hand over the checkbooks, credit cards, and cash to your ladies because it's almost time for Warren's Cranberry Festival. They'll be celebrating 50 years of Cranfest this year. 
Fun fact, attendance at the first festival back in 1973 was 3,500 visitors with about 75 booths. Since then, it has grown from a small festival to an international event with more than 120,000 visitors each year and over 1,300 booths. Warren's is the cranberry capital of Wisconsin and hosts the largest cran fest each year, the last full weekend in September. This year's celebration will be September 22nd through the 24th. So I look forward to seeing all of you there. I will be there. And I'm going to get my cheesecake on a stick and cranberry cream puff and roasted nuts and everything else that they have to offer. Fresh cranberries, too. Well, then I'm going to harass you about bringing me back a cranberry uh, something on the stick. Well, see, that's the hard part is it might melt. Uh-huh. You know, it's hard I'm, to transport that. All these excuses. I, hey, I, I'm just reciprocating. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, it's really a lot of fun. Come on out, enjoy, buy some stuff, spend the husband's money and say happy, happy anniversary, Merry Christmas, Merry Birthday, whatever you want to say. That's well, how I justify my spending habit. I want to know how they count that many people, though. They have somebody there at the front gate with a little clicker. Click, oh, click, click. Okay. No. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> no, they don't. Well, I didn't know if there was a, <laughs> is there uh, any money exchanged as you walk in or is no. it just a, it's a free it's thing? It's a free event. You just walk in and shop. Shop and shop and shop. Shop till you drop. And let's see. Well, we didn't get to shop and drop in Ireland, but Mr. Bob Bosold did. He got a chance to speak with an Ireland dairy producer, Lorcan McCabe. He'll be joining us next right here on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. I'm Bob Bosold from the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And recently we were on a farm tour in Ireland, Scotland, and Northern Ireland where you don't see a lot of barns because of their climate. The animals are out on pasture. Remember, in Ireland, it's the 40 shades of green. One of the dairy farms we visited was in Baileyboro in northeast Ireland, the home of Lauren McCabe. And Lauren told us he's not the first member of his family to milk cows on his farm. No, I'm not, Bob. Uh, the farm history here, I can trace back to 1840, and I think I'm the seventh or eighth generation here. We've, we've farmed here, as I said, in way back in the last century, we were tenant farmers because, obviously, we were occupied by, the, by Britain, and we were tenant farmers belonged to paying rent to landlords. That all changed in the 1920s, 30s, where, you know, different laws and the rebellions, etc. So we're, we're farming now. We own, we own what we're standing on. I own uh, 100 acres of land here and have another 30 rented. And uh, that's, that's just the gist of the farm. Dairy farmers, as, as you said, Bob, uh, 75 cows, and, uh, you know, we're fit to make a living off that here. Tell me about the dairy industry here before we specifically talk about your herd, Lorcan. It's changed over the years before the European Union, with the European Union. How has the dairy industry adapted to that? Well, just a little brief history. When we joined the, the European Union in 72, 73, there was 88,000 dairy farmers in Ireland. There's now 17 and a half thereabouts in it. It has changed initially, I suppose, in the 90s, there came new regulations in, which was a bit over-pushed upon us, uh, or exaggerated, that we're going to have to keep dairies prestige, they're going to have to be tiled, they're going to be like a laboratory. And that wasn't the case. And that 
that exited a lot of farmers who were afraid of it. That exited a lot of them from the dairy industry, which was unfair, unfair. And as I said, quotas came in then in the early 80s too, which restricted the development. So quotas has been relaxed uh, seven or eight years ago now, and it's a free-for-all that, that people can expand their dairy industry. But like I've been dairying from a left school in, in, in the late 70s, and it has provided a good living. It's the only thing, livestock, as in rearing, rearing steers, heifers for meat, it's, very, it's not very profitable. You'd have to have huge, you'd have to have probably three, 400 acres of land to make a living off that. We've done fine. I've raised a family here on, on, as I said, the 100 acres and the bit of rented land. And we make as good a living as, I'd say, maybe better than your average industrial worker. No, you've got 75 cows. Is that the average size now, or is it getting bigger and bigger, the average farm size with the number of cows like it has in the United States? It is indeed, Bob, yeah. I suppose up until six or seven years ago, I was above average or average, but now it has, with the abolishment of quotas, it's gone up. The average herd size in Ireland could be probably close to 100 cows now. And in Northern Ireland, it's, it's up even bigger. It could be 120, 130 cows. So it has, it, has, it has got bigger. I haven't the land to do it. And I'm probably of an age now that I'm not, I'm not going to bull forward and, 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 and expand. I'm quite happy with what I have. My family is reared. And like yourselves in America, succession is a problem. Like I have all my kids educated and unlikely there'll be a, a dairy farmer after me and look we'll wait and see but you know there's no point in me killing myself at this age to try and keep up with everyone else we're doing fine as it is now when the quota came in did it make a difference in your milk price uh, did you see a difference who controls the milk price in ireland and do you get paid uh, on production on components like butter fat and protein how does it work here yeah, well, when when the butter when the the quotas came in in eighty one eighty two, there was a problem. There was a butter mountain and a skim milk mountain mountain in Europe. There was millions of tons of stuff being stored up, and it it curtailed the production. Didn't let it expand, but prices didn't jump out of, out massively because of it. So look, it kept things even. We've had a steady milk price. Look, we've done reasonable. Some years was good, some bad, but in general we were doing fine. Uh, we're paid on we're paid on the litres, but the constituents of the milk is the the butter fat, the protein. Uh, the more butter fat, the more protein you have, the better. Uh, your total bacteria count. Obviously, if we go over thirty, you're in trouble. On the Samac cell count, if you go over 300 for three months, they'll stop taking our milk and find your penalties. So it's, it, that's, that's what we're paid. At the minute, it's, it's, it has come down a lot from this time last year. It's 35.5 cents a litre. But if your protein was good uh, and your butter fat was fairly high, you could maybe get close to 40. And if you if you're, you're only the average and maybe your TBC wasn't good, you could be down close to the 30. So what's considered uh, too high of somatic uh, cell? Uh, over 300, 300,000, some max count. Now, here we are in northeast uh, Ireland on your dairy farm, 100 acres, no corn, no grain to speak of, strictly grass? Yeah, we try, and to make money, we try and get as much grass into the cow as possible. Our cows is out from, roughly speaking, mid-March to the 1st of November. Grazing every day, every day, uh, surplus grass is made in silage, that's grass silage made in a bunker pit and then in round bales and that's for the winter feed. Now, when the cows calve in the spring, we give them, supplement them with, it's a concentrate, it's a mix of soya, maize, wheat, etc. They get that 
until they get out the grass. Then when they get out the grass, it's greatly reduced. It's reduced to probably uh, three, four, five pounds, depending on grass, to cover with minerals and, and calcium magnesium to keep the cows healthy and, and to avoid milk fever and grass tetany. But, you know, even there's some farmers even giving them less that are on a more finely tuned, getting the perfect grass into them. But that's the model we have in Ireland. And that stands to us because, uh, as you probably aware, in the shelves in, 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 in your own country, uh, Kerrygold. And they're very strict on the Kerrygold. The Kerrygold butter is only made in the summer because the texture is not right if they're on too much concentrate or too much maize silage or grass silage. It is only made on grass-fed cows. So what kind of grass are you raising here? And uh, during the course of the year, do you have to help it along? you throw any nitrogen at it or anything? It's mainly perennial ryegrass. Obviously, over the years that uh, the scientists or the research people has developed a better grass, a thicker grass for grazing, and in recent years we're, we're putting more clover into it. Now, on some of the reseeds, there's more clover in it, in it recently. That, that produces its own nitrogen. But now I, I spread uh, slurry on it approximately three times a year. Now, the slurry is is watered, uh, you know, with, with, the, with the washings of the milk and parlour, you know, we wash down every day the milk and parlour, it goes into the slurry, it's mixed, so it's fairly dilute, diluted slurry, I spread it with the new modern way, it's the dribble bar, which puts it directly on the top of the ground, not on the grass, that goes out about three times a year, and then some nitrogen along with that, depending on what's needed and the growth, etc. You know, we keep it down. One lorry load of fertiliser does me in the year. And, you know, we try and keep it to a minimum. Tell us about your, your milking facilities. You do have a parlour here. I have a simple milking parlour. It's a 10-unit a milking parlour. I can milk 10 cows at a time. Up one side, milk 10. Then the other side is lining up. When the 10 on, we say the right-hand side is finished, flip it over to the 10 on the left-hand side. I can milk my 75 cows actual milking in about an hour, but obviously the washing up and the getting in and getting out takes probably another hour. So I'd say about about two hours, two hours in general. Tank is, is 1,300 gallons. The milk is collected every second day. And in the winter, when the milk would, I wouldn't have as much milk, it's usually, it's usually three times a week, we say three isn't that amazing, Jill? Three times a week they come and pick up the milk, but only two hours for chores. 75 cows. Yeah, that's really efficient, actually. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> 75 cute little Irish cows running around. <laughs> I think that would be fun. I think we should get on those trips, though. I think you're right. I think so. And we'll check in with Rocky Olson because he'll be joining us next. We'll see what he says. Maybe he'll join us. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's that time in the morning, 31, well, 29 minutes before 6 o'clock, 31 after 5. Rocky Olson is joining us now. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning. So, Premier Livestock is a busy, happening place. Do you think they could handle you coming to Ireland with us? Well, I think they probably could handle it. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think at least two weeks. Now, that might be a little stretch. Oh, come Part- on. Partners might have a little bit of problem with that. Well, but, I, uh, I, hear the, for sure. I hear the Irish beverages are stronger than here, though. Oh, okay. So we might All need right. that full two weeks to recover. Yeah, just get ready to go back to work. <laughs> exactly. Well, premieres the happening place. Tell me what's going on, how the sales go last week, and what's coming up this week. 
thank you, Kristen. Good morning, everyone. This is our last week's auction shaped up here at Premier. Sold over 3,500 head of livestock. Markets continue strong in all classes. High choice and prime Holstein fed steers from 155 to 168. Choice B steers and heifers up to 178. Market cows high yielding from 105 to 130. Many other cows from 85 to 104. High yielding market bulls from $1.10 to $1.28. Organic market cows sold every Monday. 120 to 164. Newborn Holstein bull calves, they continue strong uh, from 150 to 360 per head. Your beef cross calves from 300 to 660. And your Holstein heifer calves up to 175. This week at Premier Tuesday, have a special feeder cattle auction, bred beef cow auction, beef breeding bull auction. Uh, expecting six to 800 head of feeder cattle for Tuesday. We do have a bigger than usual run of bred cows also. Full listing of early consignments on our website. Then Wednesday's dairy cattle auction. Looking for a big, big sale. We're going to have over 350 head of dairy cattle with two complete herd dispersals. Got an excellent 60 cow herd of Holstein, red Holsteins. Uh, going to be 40 years of AI breeding. They're all tie stall cows, guys. Very nice cows. Uh, majority of the herd's going to be recent, fresh with the balance, close springers. Then we got a big 200 cow Holstein parlor freestall herd. Uh, most of that herd's going to be bred to Angus bulls. They're going to have an 85-pound tank average on test. Uh, we got some really nice groups of springing heifers. we got some fancy registered Holstein breeding bulls. Questions? Give us a call at Premier at 715-229-2500. Check out the details on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. And that's the way it shapes up, Kristen. Sounds good, Rocky. And we will catch you tomorrow morning. Yep, have a great day. You too. There he goes, Rocky Olson at Premier Livestock and Withy. We've got your weather. That'll be coming in next. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's that time of the morning to check in with Mike D'Andrea on our weather. Our It would be our 13 first alert weather update. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Kristen. Nice job on the new branding. See, I was thinking of you and <laughs> yes. Oh, that's nice that you think of me like that. I appreciate that. Oh, hey, I got to give you congratulations. I hear that you're going to be an expectant father. You better believe hey, it. Hey, that's awesome. March 14th. Thank you very much. Ooh, almost. You got to hold off a few days for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do our best, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, baby comes on the baby's schedule. <laughs> now, I do have a joke for you. Well, it's not really a joke joke, but it's kind of funny. Okay. So, a meteorologist's wife asked him to pass her her lipstick late at night, mm-hmm. but you passed her the glue stick instead by mistake. Oh, yeah? She still isn't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Sometimes uh, that, that mistake might just be a Freudian slip. <laughs> wow. I hope she's listening right now. <laughs> she's not awake yet. I'm safe. Okay, did you hear about the young farmer who stole a calendar? I did not. He got 12 months. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I like that one. I do too. (laughs) Well, we can't keep talking jokes, and we don't want to joke around about the weather because it's pretty nice outside. Yeah, I was going to say, that's no joke for today. We'll have just a spotty chance at a shower or two, but most of the area will stay dry for today. We'll have some intervals of clouds and sun and highs right around 70. Tonight, a few clouds roll in again, and we'll have a few more chances at some showers into tomorrow. But then by tomorrow night, things start to clear out as we have our next high-pressure system moving in. It is going to give us a pretty chilly start to Wednesday morning, though, with lows right around that 40-degree mark. 
Then su- or Wednesday brings more sunshine with highs in the upper 60s. More sunshine for Thursday. Highs into the upper 70s. And we keep that sunshine through the weekend with highs in the mid to upper 70s with uh, maybe a slight chance at a few showers on Sunday. Highs in the lower 70s. But right now we have a temperature of 51 degrees in Eau Claire and a bit of a break in the clouds for now. So not too bad. Not too bad. Now how's the fog out there? Any reports on that yet? Uh, some place, I mean, visibility in Eau Claire is uh, about two miles, but uh, other places, I mean, not so bad right now. Might see that uh, thicken up a little bit over the next hour and a half or so, though. Okay, so keep the headlights on and watch for the buses and animals and everything else. Yes, and uh, deer ruts coming up, too, so uh, be sure to watch out for that. Oh, yeah, opening bow season on Saturday. Mm-hmm. A few days away. You bet. All right, well, Mike, thank you so much. No problem. Have a good one. You, too. There he goes. Your your. 13 First Alert weather is brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. RV service appointments now available at ChilsonRV.com. And that's the weather on Wax 104.5. What? And it's that time in the morning to check in with Morgan McCarthy on our news. Good morning, Morgan, and fill us in what's going on in the news world today. 22 years ago today, you likely remember exactly where you were. I can hear you. The rest of the world hears you. And the people and the people who knocked these buildings down will hear all of us soon. President George W. Bush addressing first responders at ground zero there after the terrorist attacks of 9-11 and across the country today and in Wisconsin, there will be memorial services. Jean Kaleo lost her two brothers in the World Trade Center. It has been 22 years and the 9-11 families have not had any justice and we have not had our day in court. President Biden will be in Alaska today. Vice President Harris in New York City. In headlines that move us to our area, we start in Polk County where a man is dead after a motorcycle crash there. It happened just before 5 a.m. in the town of Clam Falls with the sheriff's office saying the man was not wearing a helmet when he crashed and had gone off a curb, hit a sign and ended up deep in the woods. In other headlines, a memorial for a Western Wisconsin Girl Scouts rundown five years ago is growing. Volunteers spent most of the weekend adding landscaping, bench and a new walkway to the memorial that's in Lake Halley and stands to remember the three Girl Scouts and one mom who were killed when a driver dove off the side of the road and ran them down in 2018. Colton True continues to serve a prison sentence. We go outside with the DNR asking for your help and finding red pine seeds. The state uh, Department of Natural Resources says it's used most of the seeds and saplings to help reforest the state and now they're looking to see what you have. The past few years have not produced a great crop of red pine cones which is why they're asking for a little pitch-in. If you have uh, any information or you want to get paid for those. They're offering $125 per bushel of red pine cones this fall, and you can click more info online. Harvest the details at 715newsroom.com. And out of the woods and back to the barn, those chores have to get done, and we head back with Kristen Smith, Jill Wilkie, and your Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we're almost quarter to six on a Monday morning. It's time to check in with Jim Lindsay over at the Equity Altoona Barn. Good morning, Jim, and catch us up. How'd the sale go on Friday? Three to six hundred pound beef steers, a dollar sixty to three oh one. Six to nine hundred pound beef steers, a dollar fifty to two forty. Three to six hundred pound beef heifers, a dollar fifty to two ninety five. Six to nine hundred pound beef heifers, a dollar forty to two thirty five. Three to six hundred pound Holstein steers, a dollar fifty to two sixty. Six to nine hundred pound Holstein steers, a dollar forty to a dollar eighty five. 
Our next special feeder sale will be Friday, September 22nd, starting at noon. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. You too, Jim. Thank you so much for that update on the sale from Friday. And Jerry Fitzgerald is joining us now from the Equity Stratford Barn. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Kristen and Anna, good morning to you and Jill. And, well, we certainly like the weather this week. I mean, uh, that 90-plus uh, stuff last week was just, uh, well, good thing it doesn't last very long. So we can talk about the nice weather today. It's, uh, you know, comfortable for people, comfortable for moving cattle, so we don't have to worry about heat indexes, so... But, you know, fall's in the air, though, isn't it? Oh, definitely. You can smell it. You can start. The leaves are changing. The soybean leaves are turning yellow. Some are dropping off. Corn is starting to change. Corn silage is being made. Yeah, fall is here. And you guys were talking about the uh, the cranberry fest coming up. Um, I- I'm kind of curious, you know, with the uh, all the weather, different weather we had. I wonder, is the cranberry crop about normal this year, or don't you know? I haven't heard anything. Jill, how about you? Have you heard anything? I'm going to be checking into that this week. Ah, very good. See, she's on top of this. You bet. Well, uh, maybe uh, you can uh, bring back some cranberries for Bob, you know, or whatever, you know. I'm not going to share with Bob. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Let him buy his own, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, Jerry, well, catch us up. What's going on at the Stratford Equity Barn? All right, we better do that. Uh, Kristen, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. Uh, we uh, got a full marketing week on tap here at Equity Stratford. Of course, last week, uh, Monday, no sale, but uh, this week, four full sales this week. And we'll get started this morning, uh, bright and early 10 o'clock with the market auction today. Of course, we do sell cows, fed cattle, market bulls on Monday, and baby calves will get to those at 11.30. Tomorrow, we have a very busy Tuesday coming up here tomorrow at Stratford. We start tomorrow morning at A and Betting Auction at 10 o'clock. Dairy cattle auction tomorrow at, uh, and that will be 11 o'clock tomorrow. And folks, uh, if you're in the dairy business, organic business especially, we do have a nice herd for, for sale tomorrow. Complete herd dispersal, 70 head organic cows. Uh, again, there's going to be straight Holsteins, uh, your your black and white Holsteins, red Holsteins, Swiss Holstein crosses, uh, all AI breeding, TMR fed cows, 100% organic, as we said. Uh, right now, the butterfat is at 404, 305 protein, uh, very, very good components on these cows. So even if you're just milking conventional type cows, you're still going to should be interested. A lot of very good cows. And this herd will be offered at Equity Stratford tomorrow at 11 o'clock. And uh, after the dairy auction tomorrow, we'd have the market auction, including organic market cows that we do sell every Tuesday. Wednesday auction does start around 10, full marketing day on Wednesday also, uh, including uh, sheep, hog, and goats, baby calves, along with the market cattle. Also on Wednesday, feeder cattle sale. We do have a nice lineup of feeder cattle for the sale today, or for Wednesday, I should say. We do have a, uh, a one-owner consignment, around 50 uh, steers and heifers. They're going to weigh from about 550 to 700 on grass, fence broke, wean, vaccinations, uh, the full nine yards on those. So that will be part of the consignments for the feeder cattle sale. On Wednesday and on Thursday, auction does start at 11 o'clock, market cattle and baby calves. So, full marketing week on tap here. Again, uh, a lot of information on our website. We do have some more dairy cattle auctions coming up here in September. Uh, you folks can check that out on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page, and you'll be there. And, of course, we'll be back here tomorrow morning, update the markets, and uh, don't look for really any changes. Like I said, though, uh, nice marketing weather, nice marketing weather, and we like that. But, again, as we say, this time of the year, do drive careful because... 
the school buses are out there now, and it's well, some of it doesn't get light real early anymore, and uh, still a lot of a lot of crops being taken off. So folks, do drive careful. We don't have any accidents. Absolutely. Well, Jerry, you take care. We'll see you tomorrow. You bet. Thank you much. Have a nice day. You too. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald at the Stratford Equity Barn. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Again this morning on our next Girl Alfalfa Update program, Dr. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, is with us to guide us on our forage management. And, uh, Dan, last week we talked about some of that uh, no-cut window, but this has been a year where the weather has been awfully dry, and uh, the cuttings, depending on where you are in the state, have been kind of iffy. What kind of effect does the dry weather have as we may be thinking about trying to take another cutting yet this fall? Is that a, a no-no, or what do we look at? Actually, uh, Bob, uh, dry weather will usually increase winter survival. Uh, we do have to manage the pad differently, but uh, the drought causes the plant to put more carbohydrates back into the root and less into top growth. And that's why when we see drought-stunted alfalfa, we see less top growth because it is putting more carbohydrates back into the roots. Uh, also, the soil doesn't get as cold when it's dry and uh, a couple other things. But generally speaking, dry weather, or even, I hate to say it, but drought, does enhance winter survival of the alfalfa. Now, the thing to keep in mind, then, is still to pay attention to the no-cut window that we talked about last time. Uh, We can cut a little bit later. We can let it go to a later stage of maturity, even flowering. And uh, But remember that it'll still be pretty high quality because most of the drought test alfalfa is fairly short. So we have less stem and more leaves, and whether or not it has a flower on it is not too important. So do think that um, our drought managed alfalfa, the management is uh, very similar to standard alfalfa. Uh, the main thing is that uh, we would uh, let it get a little bit more mature, maybe go to flowering, uh, and then that can happen uh, up till about now. And then if we haven't harvested at this point yet, we could still come back in a week or so ahead of a killing frost in October and uh, cut that alfalfa. But uh, drought actually, again, enhances winter survival rather than uh, hurting it, as many people might think. And uh, it's been dry, no question about that. Thanks, Dan. Dan Undersander, another consideration for whether or not we take that fall cutting. Dan, of course, our state forage specialist, with us again on our next Girl Alfalfa Update program. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, a few minutes before 6 o'clock, time to take a look at your markets. One last time this morning on the Chicago Board of Trade, your December corn was down a penny at 482. December oats down nine at 490. November beans up a penny at 1364. December soybean meal was up 230 a ton to 403.70 a ton. December wheat down seven at 588. Country elevators in the area, Golden Plump in Arcadia is at 473 for corn. 
Baldwin's at four fifty eight for corn, twelve eighty four for beans, wheat and grain in Chippewa Falls and in Connorsville, four eighty three for corn, twelve ninety five for beans. Durand, Mondovi, and Elmwood, four fifty eight and twelve eighty nine. Fall Creek is at four forty eight and twelve seventy nine. Osseo's at four fifty eight for corn, twelve ninety four for beans. Northside and Loyal's at four ninety four and twelve ninety. Northside and Arcadia's at four eighty one and twelve ninety seven. Elk Mount is at four seventy seven and twelve ninety six. Sparta's at four fifty three for corn, twelve eighty five for beans. Ellsworth is at four thirty eight and twelve seventy four. Ethanol plants in the area: Boys Hills at four ninety seven, Stanley's at four sixty eight, New Richmond's at four sixty three. Switching over to that dairy side, barrel cheese on Friday down four cents to a dollar eighty two and three quarters. Your blocks were down three and three quarter cent to a dollar ninety two and a half. Double A grade butter was down a nickel at two sixty eight, and your class three futures for September were down a dime at eighteen forty eight. October down twenty cents to nineteen oh one. November down eleven cents to eighteen eighty seven. December down a dime at eighteen sixty three. January down nine at eighteen forty eight. And then those markets were steady into twenty twenty four. That's look at your morning markets here on Wax. We're at fifty one degrees right now, looking for a high of seventy. So get up, get outside, and enjoy your day. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi. And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadah. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.